Blog Talk Radio. Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated life-altering changes occurring on the planet? Reporting to you from the new Earth, the newly forming world reality of vibrant health and well-being, united community, and personal evolution. Tune in to learn how to update your internal coding and biocircuitry to the rapidly shifting consciousness so that you too can become a divine human. New Central is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum vortex healing and energetic activation, weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing. Every show is dedicated to promoting a holistic lifestyle that supports all life on the planet. Additional services are available at our website, NewEarthCentral.com. And now, here is your host, Meg Benedicte. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our show. It's always so great to meet up with you on these Wednesday evenings, and we have a lot to focus on here, a lot to adjust and integrate since the last couple weeks were just a doozy. (laughs) So... Helping me, of course, running the show every other Wednesday is my co-host, Manette Mays. Welcome, Manette. Hey there, Meg. I'm glad everybody made it through. Glad to see everybody back and ready to get back to work. (laughs) I think think we're all still kind of recovering, and, and... so it's good we can help each other do that. It, it really was, I think, intense for many of us. And um, I've, um, I apologize for my throat. I still have some Kundalini flow moving through me. It, it was uh, since Sunday. Woke up with it and have been working on what's clearing for myself that got triggered in the eclipses. So I'm sure everyone's working through something, um, or feel like you're finally on the end of it here and you can integrate all the upgrades because there were some amazing upgrades that also came through uh, these couple weeks with the eclipses and the equinox. So we're going to get into the vortex together and and just help everyone feel more in their bodies, more grounded into their stargate, integrating the upgrades, helping break loose anything that's trying to clear and then we'll open up to, we got a lot of questions came in, so I don't know if we'll be able to get to all of them. It's kind of first come, first serve here. We'll, we'll go through as many as we can. Um, before we get into that, though, uh, how, how have you been, Manette, since the eclipses and equinox? How about astonished? Just <laughs> astonished. It's been like I've been watching explosions and tremors and you know like we talked like we just talked about i think it felt like there was a really big earthquake and we keep having aftershocks <laughs> i mean emotionally speaking yes um just really lots is. and lots of changes i mean if if you the way that it appears to me is that if you yourself didn't have a big change someone close to you did yes. um and they've been shift they've been big they are big. I In the uh, private sessions I've been doing in the last couple of weeks, people were breaking up in relationships and having to move and having jobs mm-hmm. in. And I mean, it was just like all over the map. It's been, uh, you know, these eclipses, if you're, if you're just starting to get familiar with how they operate, they come in and like you said, like, like a, an earthquake, they just kind of slam everything loose that isn't coming with us in our ascension. And, and it can be frightening and, and traumatic to the human psyche, but 
we have to just trust that this stuff is ready to go. You know, we're 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 shifting. Very, it, it used to take, you know, years to shift through stuff. We're shifting through stuff fast now, and and so you may have even had several areas of your life kind of get wackadoodled here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but know that your soul is just just lifting you higher and higher. We are letting go of the old, heavy, outdated energies. Um, I can share, for example, how it showed up for me. It was right before the first eclipse. I got just a couple weeks' notice from the landlords of my healing center, and they put the property on the market, and they're selling it out from under me. And it was like, what? Wow. Yes, no notice, barely at all. And and just really, they're, they're bringing up for me to heal the kind of bully energy, they're bullies and they're abusive and, and they're dominating and bossing me around. And it was just, oh, my God, it was like having nightmares as my father all over again. So, oh, no. Yeah, so it gave me the opportunity to see wherever I still had anything in me that was either connected to the abuse program or the rage and frustration of being abused coming up. So there's quite a bit coming out of my throat chakra right now. Um, it was emotions coming out of my chest and heart center of the emotional body. I bet everyone had stuff coming out of your emotional body. So this is really good. We want to heal this. We want to clear this. We want to get past all of this where we're living in more of our still point, our, our peaceful joy. I felt like I had lost my joy this last month. And I have to say this this morning was the first time that I was able to feel it again. So it's um, it's it's intense to go through. I think at least, you know, we're forewarned, so we know it's coming, and we know that um, not to get caught up into it as best we can and use it, whatever's getting triggered, use it to heal and transcend it all. We're getting, These are old systems of the matrix. We want to get free of them, and we want to get them out of our bodies and our energy field. So that's just a quick example of how it showed up for me. Um, and once I was able to uh, neutralize where it was triggering me, they just backed away from me. I haven't heard from them in days. So it's like, Oh, okay, I reached whatever was the resolution point of it. It took a lot of work, but I was able to come into that still point with it. So if you're having trouble with anything that's triggered you, uh, since you know these eclipses and the equinox, we'll get into the vortex and just focus on it. Focus on whatever is still charged in you, whatever you're still reacting to. If your emotion, these emotional bodies are are needing our love and nurturing, you know, they're healing from lifetimes possibly of being in the matrix. So we'll, we'll do that. I'll, I'll try to move through that quickly so we can get to your questions. But it does feel like there was, um, you mentioned in that one of the, one of the questions came in that we can apply it in our group work. Oh, absolutely. I think um, uh, Russ um, has been with us, gosh, since the beginning. Thank you, Russ, yeah. for all of your, your loyalty and your attention. Um, and his question, and I know this is his question for us to answer, but I think it's perfect, a really good starting point for us. Um, so I want to start, start with that. Um, he writes, I have a question for Meg. 
Recently, I have been revisiting the healing work of Barbara Brennan. She talks about the significance of our original wound, the trauma that many of us receive in infancy or childhood that is deeply karmic in nature. She also talks about frozen time conglomerates, aspects of the fragmented um, aspects of the psyche that are consequences of the original wound. Mm -hmm. My question, which may also be relevant for other group members, even though I've been working on healing and transmuting my original wound and even separation from source wounding that occurs from the soul's individuation process and also from the frozen time conglomerates, question, can Meg help me to clear any of these things which might still be present? Okay, so for if this is new terminology to anyone, the original wound, and you can you can go and, and read Barbara and Brennan's books if that helps you. Um, just on an energy level, I have found it to be where the severing happened between our human psyche, our human self, our inner child, and the soul presence and source, the connection to source, and this seems to happen pretty early uh, in infancy as we are in this polarized field. <clears throat> so this can show up in lots of ways. If you experience any kind of deep heartbreak of loss, that's usually tapping into that original wound of separation. And so, yes, we can work on that. And then as as Ra- uh, Russ mentioned, as the human psyche goes through this process of separation, it can fragment and fracture from a lot of uh, stress and trauma and abuse and these are think of them as aspects of yourself these these fragments and they all need to be reintegrated inwards again and into our wholeness this is what we're thinking of it um, as when I was going through this process my higher self kept showing me an image of a stained glass window I I went to 12 years of Catholic school so he had to go to church all the time and I would (laughs) I'd see these you know I'd be mesmerized by the, the sunlight you know coming through the stained glass window but they said Think of it as all of those pieces of the window are like your own fragments and you're bringing them together so that they they reunite and merge and and become a whole picture window. There's no more splintering in it or fragmenting in it. And I thought that was a great image for me to hold in my mind as I was using the vortex to call in words, all the fragments, and begin that unification process. So think of it almost like you're using the vortex like a, a, like a blender. You're going to bring all the aspects in and blend them back into wholeness again. So they're really reuniting inside and we're eliminating that sense of being shattered or broken or fragmented. And then the wound aspect is different for all of us. We could we could have even had similar experiences, but the wound can develop in us in, in unique ways. So it's more of where you're, I would say, pay attention to where you feel kind of that gut-wrenching pain of loss or disconnection or um, feeling abandoned, betrayed, these are all usually good signs that point us to where that wound may still be active inside us. And it it's usually located deep within your core. If you, could, if you turn inwards and you just go into your inner depths, you're going to find that original wound there. And so just to kind of give you a place of where to focus. And it, how do we heal that? Well, we, we first go in and 
address more of the human psyche, the inner child aspect that is carrying that wound. And so use, we're gonna, we can use the Thick Honey God Light. This has helped me tremendously. It helped me to seal up the fragmenting, and it helps just soak it into where you feel that depth of the wound. It starts the healing process. So we can do that. We can do that because um, this, this lunar eclipse probably tapped into anywhere that wound is still fresh and, and raw and and need, right needs this he- healing touch needs some some nurturing yeah um, or even it, just the tiniest little crack because the, yeah. they increase exponentially as they you know vibrate through our core they sure do and uh, unfortunately they keep repeating so it's kind of like taking a mm-hmm. hammer to an open wound right you're just slamming it all the time and it and it Aww. so it never i know it never gets a chance to heal so so that's why we look for the patterns so we're no longer magnetizing a similar repeated situation over and over again and then the the wound can heal i think that the process that we go through in w- really connecting our chakra pillar to our higher self, to our oversoul, to source. This is renewing the connection that we lost, right? That is your direct channel to the divine. So as you work through that process, every time you do it, you are reintegrating your direct connection, your direct channel. And that way the wound can heal because you're no longer disconnected. So just just want to throw that out there too. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good and, stuff. and you know what brought me to you was a wound like that, and you showed me um, different aspects, and I was um, surprised at how many times and how long it took, or and probably still taking, to pull all the fragments back together and to oh, eliminate yeah. any obstacles between anything that. It, kept me from feeling whole and completely connected. That's, That's a lot, you know, because I think is. that it's part, like I said, it's part of being in the matrix, it's part of being on the planet, uh, and we can only go so far. But it, it, it's, it's, it seems like painstaking work, but I think once we, if we focus on the goal, the goal is wholeness. If we focus on the goal, we can kind of easily put things back together again. We can't focus on each splinter. That right. for 9,000 years, but we've been able right. to, since I've been working with Meg, it seems like everything is completely sped up in terms of how fast we're able to integrate back into wholeness. So true. Yeah. So, so, and I think what you just mentioned is very important to Manette. By focusing on you being whole, you are using your holographic right brain to actually instruct your energy field to become whole. If you focus on the splintering, you're just going to continue to give instruction to be splintered. So yes, keep focusing. That's why I think why they had me keep looking at the stained glass as a whole picture window instead of the splinters. So it's that, thank you for bringing that up. That's a good, good reminder for all of us. Keep focusing <laughs> on you are being a whole being again. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and these eclipses, they help us do that, don't they? Oh, (laughs) wow. Do they ever? Yeah, they do. That's their goal is really to to unite us again and and heal the disconnection. So, and anything that's gotten out of balance in our field to help remove that. So that kind of got wackadoodled out, too. (laughs) Ow. 
do we want to go ahead and do the major meditation, and then we can check on Russ and see if there's anything left, because I kind of took his personal question and turned it into something for everybody. Oh, sounds like a good plan. All right, so let's go ahead and shift gears, everybody. We will spend some time in the vortex, and let's also set the intention that everybody receives the, the healings and adjustments upgrades, whatever is for your highest good. We're holding that intent for everyone here. Okay, let's go ahead and first ground into our stargates. This is your personal stargate. We're working with the sacred geometry of the tetrahedron within a circle, within an orb. So let's go ahead and get our our energy. We're going to lock our feet onto the ground floor of our pyramid tetrahedron, onto the crystal light grid. And then the the orb of light, ball of light, is around it, around our aura, the boundary of our aura. Okay, there we go. Everyone's getting in. And as we ground in, let's connect up. So using your intention from the heart, connecting to our beloved Mother, Father, Source. Breathing into the heart. We're connecting to our oversoul presence, our original God spark. And then also connecting to your soul family, your soul group, your soul's origin, as well as your soul's home, starlight, and your spirit team. Connect to your spirit team. These are the beings of light that are supporting your ascension. Call them in. And then as we're grounding into our stargate onto Gaia, connect to Mother Nature, the nature kingdoms, nature spirits, the devas, and the elementals, bringing in the elements of alchemy of air, fire, water, earth, and ether. Just breathe those into your field. And then your orb contains all of this inside. There we go. And we're working with Archangel Metatron and his sacred geometry, the Metatron's Cube. So this is embedded under your feet in your stargate at your grounding, and it's spinning right to left in a counterclockwise spin up into a vortex of white light. There we go, everyone focusing on their spin. And I get questions about this all the time. Why aren't we going clockwise? The counterclockwise spin is an expanding vortex. So just think of it as kind of like a V-shape from your feet out up and out. So it's expanding your energy so you move into more oneness with all that is. The clockwise keeps us in separation. The counterclockwise opens us to union again, to wholeness, oneness. All right, good. Get into that expansion faster and faster to the speed of light. There we go. Breathe into it. If it helps, you can do the sacred tones, the OM tones. That always helps me get more into my still point and spin faster. Now, this also creates an upward spiral up our chakra pillar. So let's follow it up. It's kind of like an elevator lift up. We go from the feet up to the root, all the way up the physical chakras, past your crown portal, up into the astral chakras above you. So there's 12 total, seven in the body, five above your head. Keep going higher and higher, all the way up to the top 12th chakra, top of your chakra pillar. This is the 12th gate. And as we get up here, all the way up, 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 up. It's at least six feet above your head. 
This is where we meet up with our higher self. And our higher self works as a gatekeeper here, protecting our channel. And so connect with your higher self. We're going to go through that 12th gate into the 13th dimension and higher. We're going into the field of light of the Godhead. So we're letting go of the physical world for a minute, shifting into being waves of light, energy waves of light. Like you're very fluid and flexible. Again, you're using your counterclockwise spin, so it's expanding you into the field of light. Field of popping electrons. There we go. Everyone relax in. Let yourself merge in, blend in, union with our abundant universe. With the gold it's a golden light. Whew. And we're training ourselves to be in oneness, to be in wholeness. We're connecting to all of existence. There's no separation here. This is what heals our original wound of separation. We're reintroducing union here. So you're by going through these steps, you're creating your own unified field with all that is. Whew. Yes, become light, liquid light. And it's in this expansion that you can connect to your soul presence in the Godhead. And it's through your unique energy signature, your own vibration. So again, you're still in this dispersed field. You are light. You are in the oneness of all of existence and connect to your soul vibration, your soul's light presence. And you just use your intent to do that. Now, the vortex is spinning very fast, so it's starting to pull your soul presence back down your channel and into the body. And since everything is golden light here, it's coming in, the soul streaming down as golden light, and your soul tones, your sound waves, your harmonics. Bring it all the way back into the body. Stream it definitely into your heart center. This is the main hub of your energy body. There we go. Targeting the heart center, filling it with the soul presence, the soul light, the soul tones. Whew. I always say it like a big open container, filling up. And it can grow into a golden sun in your chest here. And it can go beyond the edge of your body. Big golden sun, and then it starts to rotate in the torus formation. We have the crystal light of source coming up the leg channels into your core and we have the soul light coming down into your core. They meet and create that huge beautiful sun rays through your aura. So just focus on what you're bringing in. You're bringing in your soul's love, your soul's nurturing, light, your soul's strength and power, you're bringing in your soul's wisdom, your soul gifts, you're bringing in your soul's mastery. Just, just breathe that in for a minute. Feel it grow in you, stronger and stronger in you. And you can also take the cells, and I'm, I'm sorry, take your soul light into the cells. 
So we're filling in the chakra pillar and we're starting to disseminate it into the cells in the body. So golden light, nurturing life force, feeding it into the cells. Whew. Breathe it in, spin it in, call it in. Now let's target where that original wound of separation is held within. Uh, I always felt felt it in my core, so in my heart and solar plexus, like deep into the belly there. Um, you may feel it in different places, so just follow where you sense that original wound of disconnection, of separation from your soul and from source and from the universe. And we're going to bring that healing light into the area that feels wounded. I start soaking it in there. And use your intent because golden light will follow your command. So set your intent. I now command that this healing light is repairing, mending, sealing up any cracks, fissures, fragments, anywhere it has disconnected me or broken me or shattered me. It is mending, sealing, repairing, healing. I'm also feeling the pain rising out. I always see it as kind of a dark, sludgy energy coming out. So as you're putting the healing light into the wound, the pain, the trauma, begins to rise and lift out. So you can, you can spin it into source light to heal and mend and transcend into light again. Any of the wounding, the pain, the suffering the loss, the grief, oh, the sense of abandonment, betrayal, the anger, the depression. Lift it out, spin it out. There you go. This lunar eclipse shook up the emotional body. So anywhere you had any of these emotions get triggered, just using the healing light, lifting it up, and transmuting it into source. There we go. Whew, up and out. Whew. And keep moving the healing, nurturing light into the emotional body as well. I usually feel the connection through the heart and throat to the emotions. But wherever you feel it, move the healing golden light in there. It's flushing up all of the emotions that got triggered. There we go. More lifting out. So you're, talk to your body intelligence. Let it know that you're here helping the emotional being heal and mature and develop. We're building what's called emotional intelligence. We're taking an emotional body that is, is wounded and and it's been stifled, it's been stagnated, it hasn't matured, it, it's, it's childish. We're helping bring the emotional body into a maturity, into an in, emotional intelligence, into a core strength with the soul power. Whew, that's it, good. 
for learning mastery, emotional mastery. So call it in. Okay, we're spinning fast. So as we're focusing into the core center, focusing into healing the original wound, focusing on sealing, amending, repairing the fragmenting, also get more grounded. If you're feeling that uh, I actually found I actually got thrown off my ascension path. So let's focus on getting in the body. Drop down into your hips and the lower chakras. Lock your feet onto your ascension timeline, your ascension path of light, especially if your human self split out, pulled you off. Set your intention to lock back on. Get very secured on it. There we go. You can spin your infinity figure eights inside at the heart and the brain. If you're losing your calm, inner peace and centeredness. Everyone coming into their core center of balance, into their still point. There goes some more emotional energy lifting out. Keep spinning it out to the source light. This all got triggered from the eclipses. We can't take it with us. Ooh, there goes more. Ooh, and you might also feel layers dropping off you. Uh, these could be old memories. They could even be old timelines. It could be old holograms. Uh, it could be old identities, old roles, letting them go. They're not coming with us, so you might feel heaviness drop off you. could feel energy dropping down your leg channels and out your feet. could feel like heavy layers coming off your back from the past. Just spin it out. Send it home to source. Moving more and more into your inner now moment, your inner now there goes more I'm using that thick honey god light to bring you into wholeness inside sealing and mending and repairing and uniting all the aspects all the fragments and wholeness and oneness okay that's spinning fast integrating inside and you're building more soul presence. So that as that grows, you are embodying your soul. You are living as the divine soul. So let's also in this sacred space, let's call in all the upgrades from the eclipses and the equinox. So these are your ascension upgrades. Calling them in, spinning them in, so you're pulling them inside you, into your heart, into your brain. You're pulling them into the cells, into the DNA, pulling all the upgrades to integrate with you, merge with you, become one with you. There we go, fast spin. So now you're pulling inwards, pulling the upgrades in and uniting with them, merging with them, blending with them. Here comes more. Keep pulling them in, calling them in. 
So we're setting all of the integrations into motion to continue in the days and weeks, taking us to uh, the next level of our ascension. Whew. Spin in, spin in, ground in, blending in your ascension upgrades. More soul presence, more soul knowing. It's more enlightenment in the now. More union, wholeness. Yes, good, good, good. Spinning it in. Blending it in. You're the blender, blending it in. Whew, we're still releasing. I can still feel energies lift out. You can do both. You can release out what's not coming with you and blend in the upgrades, the enhancements, the energy surges, more knowing, your soul gifts, spin them in. Whew, okay, good. So let's uh, stay in the vortex. Everything is integrating in, grounding in. Very fast accelerated spin. You can tap on your arms, your legs. You're pulling it deep inside. So you're building wholeness inside, building a unified field of the embodied soul from all time, all dimensions. Good, good. Breathe it in. It's still coming in. So we're going to let that continue to stream in. Stay in your spin. Stay grounded. Feet locked onto the, the grounding platform. Onto the light grid. You're in your stargate. And we'll work through your questions. If there's anything that resonates with your energy, you'll feel it. You'll sense it. You'll receive the healing as well. And we just uh, hold this sacred space for everyone to receive the optimum healing as we work here together. Okay. All right. Let's go to our next email, Minette. Sure, sure. Do you want to take a second and check in with Russ and make sure mm -hmm. that um, there's nothing left for us to clear for him? Sure, sure. Yeah. Let's give him a chance to type in. <laughs> um, let's go to the next one, and we'll give him a chance to give us feedback. Sure, sure. Um, uh, I have one from Priya. Okay. She says, I'd like to ask about grounding on our new timeline, physically, spiritually, and energetically. I feel I've shifted to a new timeline, although I am still physically in my same home space for now. Since uh, the com completion of an old relationship, I sold my bed, changed rooms, and I'm shifting energetically on many levels. For a while, I've been grounding outside my home by my garden, and now that all these shifts and changes have occurred, I don't feel it's the proper place for me to ground. Um, at times, I still feel the ex's energy hanging around, um, but I could, and I could use some assistance in finding a grounding place. I do ground onto my stargate around me, and also I intend to ground onto my new timeline where there can be a new home. Um, if you could give me some input as to what Metatron might say about this. 
Okay, so let me uh, tune in with you here, Priya. So, so you brought up a couple things, and part of these upgrades, what's happening is we're getting more and more in our soul stargate, and this, as we as we ground our energy into it, it activates it, and so we're starting off with the tetrahedron within the orb, but this is going to develop into the double tetrahedron Merkaba. This is going to be our ship. This is literally what we ground into is our soul ship. And then onto the light grid of the of the planet. You can do that anywhere. You can do that outside. You can do that inside. It doesn't matter because you're using your holographic right brain to lock onto the grounding no matter where you are. I've also noticed that I'm being guided to no longer merge my Stargate with the living space. So I hold it within the walls and ceilings. I'm in it, and, and so it moves with me wherever I go. And so uh, I'm not um, affected by other people moving in and out of the living space because I'm not merged with it anymore. I, I learned this at the healing center, actually, because there's so many people coming in and out of there. So it was like, oh, okay, I can't be holding the Stargate here for everybody and also being merged with it. So that would be one thing to do. If you're not in your new home yet, that's fine. Stay in your Stargate wherever you are located now. And there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of uh, discussion about even spiritual teachers are posting now that you don't even have to ground. Well, I have yet to have been told that. Still, Metatron and, and and the and the archangels are still saying we are in a physical body. We need to still ground into the body. Uh, otherwise, we put ourselves at risk of possession. You also need to be in your body to fire up your magnetic field. You have no magnetism if you're not in your body, if you're not grounding. So that's just a reminder for everyone to ground every day in your stargate, onto the light grid, no matter where you are, you use your right brain to do it. And that was then you're able to run the light coming up from the light grid, up your feet and legs and into your chakra pillar as well. We need the light coming from both directions, coming up and coming down, and that feeds us inside. And so that would be my suggestion. I I think what I'm sensing for you, Priya, is your you're in a transition point right now. So when and so I'm in a transition point with my healing center. I'm I'm pulling out of it. So I've started pulling my energy away from it. You can do that with your home if you want because you're already starting to connect to the new destination point on the astral plane with your right brain, with your holographic right brain. I do this before anything even shows up in the physical world. I start shifting it energetically to whatever the soul's bringing in that's new uh, before it even I even know what it is yet. Start shifting into the energy of it. All you have to do is just hold your intention that you're grounding onto your soul ascension timeline and to what is coming in next. And that way then you're already starting to connect to the energy there on your timeline, on your path that's coming from the astral into the physical. So I would I would uh, work with that and see how that see how that helps. Okay, next question. Um, sure. From Althea. Can you hear me? 
Yes. Um, she says she has two questions. One, have you noticed significant changes in the type, shape, and activity of geometric shapes showing up in the third eye? Um, she says we went from triangle to diamonds in January to octahedrons and other gate-like openings that flash and have some color to the edges with dark hole centers. Um, your thoughts on that, please? And two, okay. um, she able to, I was able to release uh, from the back of the neck reptilian brain, but it felt unusually exhausted this week. Can you check in and see if I've been hijacked and need some repair work? Any guidance is appreciated. Okay, the, on the second one, I don't sense that there's a hijacking. I think this is really where the the, the majority of our energy is going to this clearing from the eclipses. Uh, I, I like, geez, on Saturday night, I slept like 12 hours, and I barely got off the couch Sunday. Like, the fatigue is usually a sign that the majority of your chi is going to the upgrades and to the healing clearing. Uh, it should be temporary. If this If this continues for a long time, then then it might be something else. But right now it feels like it's just a redirection of your your uh, life force to what's happening now. Um, okay, and then the geometric shapes are, are, they are definitely developing and they are fractally extending and becoming quite beautiful and multifaceted. I think that's what you're seeing, Althea. It's... Um, it's so interesting. This geometry is going to be very live, uh, and it won't be so static. We're going to see it morphing, and we're going to see it um, appearing, and then shifting, and then changing, and then multiplying, and then uh, changing again. And so this is, again, how the holographic universe operates. Uh, we're moving into a level of being able to consciously interact with it. I mean, how amazing is that? So as your as your inner eye uh, opens more, you'll start to get more of a sense or a flash of uh, geometric shapes or crystalline shapes or or even code uh, can take on uh, geometric shapes. Even our soul signature could be uh, live. It could be morphing and um, developing. So it's it's pretty exciting. I think this is what's an, an outcrop of the mutation that's happening in the DNA as the DNA starts to go from two strand to four strand of six strand to eight strand, you know, however it's mutating and, and multiplying, it's also forming geometric shapes within our, our cell nucleus. And then this is almost like a cry to the universe to bring in the crystalline uh, representation of that. So this is where we're seeing kind of a, um, uh, Again, that connection of the astral to the physical that we lost when we came into the matrix, it's reconnecting and it's creating just this just magical uh, experience that we have not had before. So uh, I think that was great that you brought that up. I, I'm sure everyone's uh, having some bit of experience with that, especially as we're really turning on our crystalline stargate now. Uh, wow, this is it's just going to continue. It's very exciting, actually. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, um, we did get um, uh, feedback from Russ. Oh, okay. And he said after the meditation, he feels pretty whole, but the only thing that he's still wondering about or still having a sensation about is 
a grounding into his lower right leg channel. Mm. Okay, let me check that real quick. I've been noticing that in the sessions the last couple weeks, too. A lot of people were having their foot, one or the other foot lifting. It was having trouble locking down uh, and grounding. Yeah, he specifically said his right Achilles tendon from energetically connecting to his right heel. Oh, okay, because I've been seeing this in quite a few people. All right, so what it seems like is we're leaving behind our our old path, if you want to call it that, our matrix path, right? And we're getting onto our soul timeline. We're getting onto our soul path. And so let's go to everyone. Let's just focus on the feet for a minute. And what we want to do is peel off the bottom of the feet anything left from grounding to the previous matrix path. Uh, it's done. It's outdated. It's, it's finished. So let's peel that off so that your feet chakras, they work like magnets, so they can actually lock real clean onto, ooh, here we go, there goes more, peel it out, just send it back to source, it's done, whoa, there goes more, ooh, that's it, all right, beautiful, and it allows your feet to update, your grounding to update now to your soul timeline, your ascension timeline, which of course is a very high frequency, Okay, so you may actually even feel yourself kind of lifting up higher to ground your feet onto the ascension timeline because it is higher. It's up in a higher range. Just let yourself lift up and get your feet onto it at the higher range, almost like you're going up a skyscraper. You're going up the floors to the penthouse and then get your feet on it and ground onto it. Okay, now I'm feeling that lock. Just hold it there so it gets secured. Oh, nice. And this is creating a new foundation under us. That is our Ascension Timeline. As you get acquainted with this and you really begin to feel it present all the time, you're really leaving the matrix and you're living more and more in your unified field, in your stargate, on your Ascension Timeline. This is a huge, huge shift for all of us. I feel all the all the first waivers are doing this right now. It's a big upgrade. Okay, there we go. I feel that locking in. Just to spin that in for a minute as it takes hold. Whew. Okay. Ooh, that's nice. Yep, yep. Good, good. Whew. Okay. We'll just let that set, settle in ground in. Um, Let's go to the next one, uh, Minette. Sure. Um, From Jane in the UK. Um, She writes, I've been struggling this past week and I wondered if you could check in with me. I have a lot coming up around legal issues. I'm selling a property and I'm also getting divorced and there are many hiccups and last minute stressful issues to deal with this. To say I'm feeling overwhelmed would be an understatement. In addition to this, my ex is being unbelievably difficult and downright nasty. I've been using the vortex to spin this out, but I wonder if there's something else to this. Also, I feel far removed from the things that I used to love doing, and it's quite unsettling because I have no idea where I'm going. I've also been experiencing deep sadness and loneliness in all of this. It seems to go on and on with no reprieve, not feeling that trusting right now for some reason. Okay. 
Okay. What Jane's describing those, as I know you guys know, is the cutting off of the old life. And it dies. Mm-hmm. It really does slowly dissolve. And mm-hmm. it is it is unnerving because you don't know where you're going because it's all new. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so she's collapsing out her old life. Okay, I'm going to connect with you, Jane, here at the soul presence in the heart. And let's first let's just acknowledge that. Everyone who's going through really big kind of life changes, this is the completion of that life that we know we knew in the matrix and in the 3d world and let's just bless it let's let's give it our our love let's thank it for how it 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 brought us here how it supported us here but it is finishing and completing and so as you as you bless it and you let it go know that you're creating a void for your soul timeline your ascension life to now fill in so there's no emptiness here. It's the new is coming in. I kept hearing, um, as I got past the eclipses and that clearing, I kept hearing, you're moving into build mode where we go away uh, from decomposition and, and, and breaking it down, and you go into the new timeline, and then it's building, building the new, build mode. Even though we don't know what we're building yet, you're still going into build mode. So it's a new, it's a very different energy when you go into building. So we we first have to go through the, the, the deconstruction of the old and letting it die out, letting it release and not clinging to it so that we can open the space for the new to come in and build. Okay, that's the first thing. Whew, I can feel So, Jane, we're just helping you let go where even the human psyche wants to hang on to it because it's afraid of what it doesn't know. It's afraid of what's unknown. Just know the soul's bringing in a, a beautiful life for you, an ascension life. Okay, there you go. There goes shifting. And turn your focus to in front of you on your soul path, on your ascension timeline. That's what you focus on now. Let everything behind you in the past, let it go. It's done. It's fulfilled itself. There you go. Whoa. And then open your heart, open your front chakras to your ascension timeline right in front of you with all the new opportunities there that your soul has planned. All the new experiences. Okay, good. There's a good shift there. Now, any time that you go through any kind of a breakup, go inside again. That's what I was mentioning earlier. Tune inwards and see where there may be still some wound of separation, just like we did the healing with that. You can work with that. The the divorce may be triggering that. The wound of separation, of loss, of grief. I'll keep bringing in the healing light into the grief, into the deep wound. Also, anytime that we deal with 3D systems, and the legal system is one of them, um, I I do a couple techniques. So you can focus on the legal system in front of you, and I use I use the vortex to spin off to the right and off to the left any counterforce because it's in the 3D matrix, so it does have counterforce. So think of it like you're going to go and and whatever time you spend with that 3D system, you want to keep it in the still point. You want to keep it non-polarized. 
So you can use a, a spin off to the right and a spin off to the left to move the polarity away from where you are interacting with that 3D system. Keep the polarity away from it. I also call in with, and use your magnetism to call in people who are in that 3D system who are light workers. Uh, I do this when I have to deal with the IRS. If I have to call the IRS, I always set the intent that I'm going to get someone on the other end of the line in the IRS who's a light worker. Because we're everywhere. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? We're everywhere. So you can set it up where it serves you. It, it's um, You are not a victim of that system. You can use your abilities, your techniques, to create it in a way that it serves you instead of being a victim of it. Okay, Ooh, I can feel that rippling through for you, Jane, as well. Set it up so it serves you to the highest good. Also, I don't immerse myself into those systems. I still stay on the sidelines, do what i got to do with it, but don't dive into it. It's a 3D system in the matrix, so you're still in your own stargate, but you are doing what you have to do with that system, get what you need out of it, it's serving you, and then you're you're done. You move on. Okay, good. I can feel that taking hold, because that's grounding in, Jane. Spinning in, spinning in, grounding in. So these are ways where we're using our knowledge, we're using our abilities, we're using the technique. As an alchemist, you can create what you need. You have all of these gifts now. You have all the abilities. You can create what you need to support you. Okay, good. Whew, that's taken hold. Whew. Okay, let's go to the next question. Sure, sure. Um, I'm going to try this. Melody just um, came into the chat room and she pointed out uh, and and something that I was reading in in a email from Ayla, and it's about Christianity. So it looks like the Christ, Christianity rejecting um, our way of seeing the world. Melody said a, an appointment came in, at a, a a potential appointment came in and asked who she prayed to, and she said God. And that person asked, Do you pray to Lord Jesus? She said no. Uh, Melody doesn't. She doesn't really have an issue with it. She just said whatever attracted that. How about we just get rid of it? And then um, Ayla's email. She was talking about a relationship that she just had. It's a little bit personal, so I don't think I should read all the details of it. But she said she was going out with a guy that she liked very, very much. Um, but he was Christian and couldn't handle that she wasn't. Um, and she said the more she tried to reach out to him, the more he ran away. And she's got. It's got her questioning herself um, and then feeling the loneliness and separation that we were talking about earlier. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. I've encountered this as well. Okay, so this is where you're coming up against a certain program. And, you know, the religions are programs. They're, they're man-made programs. And, and most are from love, but there can be certain aspects of certain religions, and, and so we're talking about Christianity. There, There's certain sects of Christianity that are quite rigid with their, with their rules and their dogma, and so instead of being really kind of 
inclusive and all-embracing, loving of all, they're actually quite exclusive and righteous. And and Ex- so they're... A religious superiority. Yes, it is. It Better is. than you because I'm Christian. And they really do believe they're the only ones going to heaven. <gasps> they really yeah. do believe it. So... Unfortunately, this program is running and and people, and when you hit up against it, they aren't open to your reality. It's their reality or no reality, right? It's their Mm -hmm. hologram or no hologram. And so this rigidity makes it difficult to be able to have any kind of a connection and intimacy if they are kind of throwing the wall down and saying, you know, I can't open my heart to you unless you are exactly like me in my program. So this is unfortunate. And and especially um, for Ayla, that's going to make it, that's kind of a deal breaker. That's going to make it impossible for you to continue to ascend and open and expand and be the field of love if you're trying to be in an intimate relationship with someone who's actually quite constricted and locked in in dogma. And, and judgment, and as Manette said, religious superiority. This is a, this is not going to work very well as you're experiencing. Okay, and then again, why does this show up? Why are we why are we encountering this? Well, we're here, anchoring in the soul. We're embodying the soul. We're anchoring in love. We're lifting the frequencies up on the planet just by pulsing love in your field you're lifting the frequencies up on the planet and those who are very entrenched rigidly entrenched in these programs will fight they're going to fight us they're going to fight us they don't want the frequency to increase to a point where they aren't able to hold space where they're uncomfortable in it so it is it is unfortunate but it is happening where as as we form more and more of a, a majority in a loving consciousness and we're shifting the whole planet into that loving consciousness, those who are holding out with more divisive programming, divisive consciousness, I'm hoping will get fewer and fewer, but they they are going to probably become the fringe at some point. You know, I don't they're not going to be in the majority. And and this isn't just Christianity. I mean, we're seeing this in the Muslim race. We're seeing, you know, very extreme, rigid dogma uh, to a point where they're actually killing each other. So this is this is the absurdity of it all. This is what has to get healed. And and so you know how we talk about polarity? They're exhibiting that polarity. We're we're exhibiting unification, right? Wholeness, oneness, uh, a field of love, and they're holding out on separation so it's just unfortunate okay so as as melody uh mentioned let's go ahead in our group here we can call in the source light call in the love that's what light is call in the light call in the love and spread it all around the planet and especially into these pockets of uh religious judgment and ex Exclusivity. Wherever there, they're just like dark clouds, dark pockets on the planet. And then the people who are caught in them, maybe this will help free them, free their hearts, free their minds. Oh, 
And again, we we take more of that lower vibration, lower denser shadow vibration, and we move it into the light, and it it melts into the light. It melts into the love. Any time that it two energy waves cross, the higher one lifts up the lower one. So this is how it works. This is how effective it is. Ooh, I can feel that. Trans, transmuting the lower consciousness of, of religious superiority. Okay, good. Oh, you guys are doing great. I can really feel that. It's spinning. I think part of our <clears throat> part of our job is to remember not to be repelled by it because then we get into polarity. You know, not to be angry at it. Just Bring it into the love. Bring it into light. Just lift it up. Ayla, I get it. I don't know, but I don't know about everybody else. Sometimes, I because I do know what you just said. I would expect a, an open, more generous, more loving vibration to invite everyone in. Everybody can come in and relax and learn something. And we can all grow. And then when I'm confronted with that closed system, I'm a little bit personally offended. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, trust me, I've been called all kinds of names from religious people. Yeah. Yeah. And and they they're accusing me of of working with the dark because I guess I'm using psychic abilities. This is it's just ignorance is really what it is. They don't understand what, what we're doing. But you just well, in a closed mind. If you actually, what I've seen people hanging on to, um, their beliefs with a you know vice grip. Because the truth of the matter is, if they let something else in, it will evaporate, and they essentially know that. They essentially know that if they were able to consider any other possibilities, then everything they live by becomes void. That's true. Because it could be a scary place. Yes, because then (laughs) you have to confront your own inner emptiness. (gasps) Heaven forbid. Oh, no. That, That religious dogma is actually replacing... That's that's their answer to the wound of separation. Instead mm. of bringing the hey, soul in. Full circle. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I love when that happens. So that's so that's the model of the old 3D way of dealing with separation. Yeah. Wow. I love it. To the point where you you I mean I so I was raised in Catholic school for 12 years whatever, you know, to be able to, they they give all their power to Jesus or or God instead of partnering with God, you know, instead of of partnering with the soul. They just abdicate any responsibility and and just give it to uh to whoever is their relig- religious leader. And this we even see this in the eastern eastern um guru system, right? Giving giving uh, you go to a guru to save you. So, you, so yeah, we're we're still we're still having to get over all that. We have to get past that. We have to be able to save ourselves. We have to be able to to merge with our divinity. And and unfortunately, the re- religions don't teach that much. So yeah. No heavens, no, because they're they're yeah. trying to take custody of it. They are. They are. And it's an individual process, right? It's 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 a personal process. It's nothing anyone else can do for you. It's you are doing it yourself. 
Well, yes, of course, but if I'm doing it myself, then how can you enslave me? Right. <laughs> right. I'm a little bit feisty this week. I so, love it. <laughs> um, uh, but, but it looks like, but it looks like the emptiness and the loneliness and the, and the separation are pretty have been pretty pervasive over these last couple of eclipses. Um, Angela wrote in that she's having something similar. Um, she says my issue lately has been my shoulders, specifically the anterior deltoids, and also both thumbs are unusually sore. I think I think of the arms as creative channels, and I'm getting that this may have to do with me not expressing my creativity, and I'd like help releasing any limits or blocks around that. I've also had random bouts of sadness and deep loneliness that come up when I'm not busy during the day, like I have no family or friends anymore, and this is a new thing because I've previously always loved time alone, but now I've been feeling lost and grieving. So so just just to remind everybody, these mostly, if not all, are old emotions coming up. They're not they don't have nothing to do with what's happening in your life right now. They all got shaken loose by the eclipses. And and so I know that it as energy goes in, energy comes out. So as we experience the original wound and we experience the loneliness and the disconnection and the and the the heartbreak, that energy releases and we feel it the same way. It's the same energy coming out. And and I have to catch myself when so this past week I never feel depressed anymore, but oh I felt depressed this week and I and I had to catch myself and go, wait a minute, this is old emotion coming through this isn't new emotion this is old emotion coming out and and so to kind of step back from it and help it release instead of personalizing it and getting sucked into it and cycling it inside you again so that would be my first uh recommendation so let's do that first just acknowledging that this is this is old emotion that's clearing now it's it's releasing and and you just let it flow up and out don't Sink into it. Don't sink into it. Use your vortex to spin it off you. Spin it up into the light. Don't allow it to drag you down. Don't sink into it. Okay, there we go. We're starting to get it moving more. <sighs> Acknowledge it's old. It could even be past life, depression, or loneliness. And that loneliness is pervasive because everyone on the planet has been in separation in the matrix. So it's it's heavy, and it's it's all around the planet. So you might also be empathing some of that from the planetary field as well. And so acknowledge that and spin it out. And you're moving your own beautiful loving soul light in its place so you don't feel alone. You don't feel lonely. You feel love. You feel soul love. There you go. So... Part of what is what's happening is whatever's getting triggered, it's pointing to, as Russ brought up, it's pointing to where that original wound of disconnection, of separation is needing a little more healing. And I found by going through this process, I, I never feel lonely anymore. I never feel alone. And I used to deeply. I don't feel any of it anymore because the soul has replaced it. So there is no disconnection. The soul is come comes in and it fills in and it and we embody it. And so it's impossible to feel lonely because you're feeling whole again. You're not feeling empty, you're feeling whole. Whoa, that's good. 
Ooh, I could feel that shifting some more. So whatever's happening in the reality around you that could be triggering the loneliness or the depression, the grief, sadness, whatever is getting whatever it's getting triggered, just know it's emotions that are healing, clearing, and the wound needs your attention. And you bring your soul light in its place. Keep building wholeness inside you. I found it. I even, um, let's do this. I even would direct the soul light anywhere there's places inside that are empty, that do feel lonely. Move your soul presence in there. Fill it up. Anywhere there's, there's holes, leaks, gaps in your field, fill in the soul in there so there's no more emptiness or loneliness. Okay, good. I can feel that. Beautiful. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to take a couple calls, Manette. I realized we're getting getting towards the end here. And then I'll check back with you in a minute here. So let me call. Let's see our first caller in the queue. Uh, um, Let's see here. I don't have names, so I'm just going to call out the last four digits. And this is 8888. You're on the air. Hi, Meg. This is Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. What's coming up Hi. for you? I want to check on what we started three months ago um, with the sexual body of bringing in the the fire of Christ-like energy into the sexual body. Oh, I've been okay. really working with that since the last three months. And a lot of abuse stuff has come up. And last night I um, spun out into time and found myself on an altar, a sacrificial altar, limp and dead, and I picked myself up mm. and called my power back and the fragment, fragmented part of myself and brought her into my soul's healing light chamber. Okay. But when I did that, I felt that crystal bowl guy that you know, you know about, mm. mm-hmm. I felt his energy almost like um, tagged me or saw me or something, and I've been um, clearing out a lot of stuff around that, a lot of emotions. But- <clears throat> okay. From okay. Enslavement of sexuality. Okay. Okay. So let's. Um. Let me just. I'm going to connect with you at the soul presence at the heart. Okay. Okay. So we're just for the group. We're we're also working on um, that the kundalini is our is our fire. It's our flame. It's our life force. And when it gets into the lower chakras and into the the sexual organs. We experience it in the sexual body, but it can also fire all the way up the chakras. So we want to get that kundalini lit up and fed in and fueled, not only in the lower chakras in the sexual body, but the whole chakra pillar. So what I'm first picking up, Jeannie, is there's a, think of it kind of like a barrier or a ceiling, and it's right above the sacral, and it traps the chi, and it traps the kundalini. And so let's remove that first. And it's, whew, whew, there it goes. So this was placed in you by some kind of a, a, a dominating presence. Oh, so we spin that out. Any kind of a sexual predator or, or uh, controller. There, good, good. Okay, that's lifting feeling it come right out of your groin area. It's coming off the lower chakras. 
good. And now I'm seeing your soul light go down into the pelvic floor at the base there of the chakra pillar. And it's starting to create a little mini spin there to create the fi the flame, create the fire. Oh, there we go. And so this is your soul's Christ light. Yeah, there we go. Okay, it's starting. That flame is starting to fill into the lower chakras first, and use it like the purification fire. So they're they're purifying the lower sexual body, the lower chakras, human chakras, 3D chakras. Ooh, you've got some sludge coming out of there. Just keep burning it out, purifying, cleaning it out of the uh, abuse, past Ooh. abuse. Okay, good. There goes more. Okay, he just unlocked. Whew. We command him out now. He's in violation of your sovereign space. Oh. Now the flame is starting to rise up into the the power center, into your uh, solar plexus, and then up into the heart. And then into the higher chakras, so you're starting to get a good kundalini spiral up. The flame is burning. Whoa, you've got still some more layers coming off of the the, the sacrifice and the abuse. The predator energy sits there. You go, still commanding out predator energy. And they're also saying claim your... Kundalini as your divine life force. So everyone, claim your own soul Kundalini as your sacred fire, your sacred flame, your life force. And you can mark it with your soul symbol if you want, your soul signature. This is yours and only yours. Beautiful. And we don't want it trapped down there in the lower chakras. We want it filling all the chakras, fueling all the chakras. Good. I felt that shoot right up. Going into the throat, third eye, so good. It's still moving up. And this is the this is the creative life force, even for Angela. This is our creative juice. This is our creative life force. And we can use it in so many ways. You can you can direct it in all areas of your life. You can direct it in all the chakras. Yes. Whew. Also feeling more of your goddess uh, coming down from your oversoul genie and, and filling into the body. And her, her divine grace coming in. Whew. Whew, that just that just dropped in. Good. And integrating with you, merging with you. And then have her take that fragment into her arms and merge in. Oh, beautiful. Into the heart. She's going to hold her in her embrace as she as she heals, as the fragment heals. Okay. In this kundalini light in the heart. Oof, 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 oof. We've got still some pain and suffering releasing off you. 
some layers coming off still. We just set all that free. We send it up to the little source light. And it's also about claiming our sexuality. This is a, this is a pure, vibrant, lush, fertile energy. And we all have it. So it's just claiming it as sacred, claiming it as yours, claiming it however you want to use it. There you go. Whew. You're the master of it. You're the guardian of it. You decide. There you go. Good, good. I can feel you taking control of it now. No outside force gets to do that. Nope. Nope. And I also see the, I always see this as a symbol of the Magdalene. It's the red rose, and it's just opening and flowering in your womb space. So, so sacred. Yes, good. Wow. And it's, yes, and it's purest force, purest life force. Wow. Ooh, and you're still releasing, so that might still continue, but it's coming off more of the outer edges now, off the outer layers. Okay. Okay. That feels so much better. Oh, my goodness. Thank you I so much. You're, oh, you're welcome. I'm sure that helped a lot of people because this is areas that we're clearing up and cleaning up from the matrix and from our past lives, too. Yeah. yeah. Yahoo. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling in, Jeannie. Thank Jeannie's. you, ladies, for a great call tonight. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Okay, let's um, see if we can fit in another caller here. We've got, uh, let's see, 8903. You're on the air. 8903, last four digits. Are you on mute? Can't hear you. Okay, I think they dropped. Okay, let's go to the next one in the queue. Uh, three six nine eight. Three six nine eight. You're on the air. Uh, hi, Meg. Um, is it okay if I don't use my name, or do you need my name? Uh, no, that's fine. Okay, I just feel more comfortable um, without it. Um, okay. I I'm just I'm curious about. I've done some work with you, and I feel like things are have shifted on an internal plane, um, but I'm still feeling like in my both of my careers, one is in the visual arts and one is in the healing arts, um, I feel like I have all these gifts and all this information and all this great stuff, but it's not it's not being utilized, meaning I'm not okay. as busy as I feel like I should be. And let's, I just wondered if there's something that I'm blocking. Yeah, let's go to your magnetism here. So we're going to focus into your core, heart center. The magnetic field is wrapped around the heart and solar plexus, so right near kind of your belly there, right into the center. There's something still either. Let me just get in here with you. It's either blocked or it's it's disconnected. 
to the soul essence in you. So we just worked with the whole kundalini. That's our creative juice, okay? So let's, and this can help everybody. So you're just going to start to flow that golden kundalini light. That's your fiery light, your flame, your creative juice. And move it now from your heart and solar plexus into the field around it. So right into your magnetic field. Whoa, that's good. You mean like outside the body or? No, it's still um, it's still in the body, and um, yeah, it could be it could be a good inch or two uh, around your body too. Okay. But it starts inside, and then let it just kind of expand into the magnetic field. Yeah, you're doing it. And let it let it fill all around, front and back and sides, all around the heart and solar plexus. So it is, yes, good. It's starting to charge it up. So it was kind of flat, and as it as it gets this kundalini juice in it, kundalini. It, so what it's doing is it's actually charging it up with the kundalini frequency, if that makes sense. And where's that originating? Because I usually bring in the gold light from above. So and you take I, it down into picture. your core, take it into your heart and mm-hmm. solar plexus and your belly there, mm-hmm. and then let it spread outwards from the belly, through the body and around it. Okay. It's almost like your so your your kundalini is is flowing up and down your chakras, flowing up and down the pillar, mm-hmm. and it concentrates very much around the core there of your heart and solar plexus. This is that big golden sun we're building right there at mm-hmm. the, the belly there, right at the core. Mm-hmm. You got it. Whew, it's charging. So it was kind of flat. It was low. So you're just charging it up. Now I use this all the time. So I. Use um, use the streaming coming down of of your soul gifts and your soul your visions of you already doing your your artistic work, doing your creative work. Mm-hmm. Hold it in your heart there. It starts to integrate into the magnetism, into the magnetic field. Whew, see, it gets stronger. Yeah, because I, I need it to go into the world and then yes, you do have yes. have it come back. Because I think what's yes. happening in the paintings is there's the stuff is activating. It's like I was getting these messages that I'm activating the paintings and they're activating me, and mm. but they're they're powerful and yet they're not being received. I mean, people love them, but they're not. Um, how are you doing with linking up your income to your soul gifts? Not very well. Okay, so let's look at that. Let's see here. Okay, and this is something I'm sure we all can practice. I still work <laughs> on this. <laughs> yeah. So, because it's a new way of it's a new way of of creating an income. In the old matrix, we had to go out and use effort, right? So we were out there pushing it out there. But what mm-hmm. happens is if we're out pushing, we're not receiving. You can't do both. Right. You're either out pushing or right. you're receiving it. So, okay, so we're going to just stop the pushing, turn in, open your channel, and bring your money flow coming down from your soul. So you're bringing it down from the universe, down from the Godhead. You're bringing it down from your soul. So it's a, it's a golden light money flow coming in. And it's connecting with the soul gifts, which are your creative creative gifts, your creative art. 
your soul gifts and your soul, and your money flow, they start to merge inside you in your chakra pillar and in your heart and solar plexus. They're kind of dancing with each other and weaving together and uniting inside you. There you go. You just linked them. You link your money flow with your soul gifts. Whew. And then that goes into the magnetic field. Good. And even add more, where as you are bringing your soul gifts out to the world, you're receiving your income and you, it, you experience it as love. Mm-hmm. So as you get paid, you feel the love. And so am I kind of picturing it the same as the first one that we, we went through? Uh-huh. But bring them together inside your heart and core there, the money and the gifts. The arch, the, the paintings, yeah, everything that you're creating. And, and the healing. <laughs> and the healing, yes. And then, yeah. and then it kind of resonates out like an inch around. And it kind of pulses out. It just um, it creates a force field in and around the, the core of your body. And it just it pulses. It's like a broadcast. It pulses out to the physical world and then starts to magnetize them in. Oof, you're spinning. It's working. It's grounding. It's spinning. Okay, that's good to hear. Thank you. Yeah. I would do this every day. I find if I okay. if I go like a week and I haven't done it, things just stop. They just dry up. So this is something we okay. do need to maintain. Instead of pushing out in the world, you receive it in. You work with your, your kundalini in here in your magnetic field and and your visions, and you receive the... It, it can't not respond. The universe will respond to what you're creating in here, inside you. And the, the kundalini is coming from above, because I always thought it was coming from somewhere else. Well, the so. soul, soul golden light stream is your kundalini. Yeah. So you're bringing okay. it down and in, and it okay. pools there down at your pelvic floor at the root. Take it all the way down. Maybe that's part of the problem. Pull it all the way down to your core root there at the groin, at the pelvic floor, and let it pool. There you go. You got it. Oh, that's different. And and then it creates a wellspring back up the chakra pillar and feeds the chakras. Wow. I think I was doing it wrong. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. So it's, it's a constant flow in, and it builds reserves inside. It goes into the magnetic field. It, it gives us strength, just physical stamina. Yeah. Ooh. Beautiful. Just practice with it. You'll get, you'll okay. this be, yeah. It, but I, I I just want to remind everybody to add this in uh, at least, you know, a couple times a week if you can, because otherwise, if we just leave it to chance, it's not very strong. Thank yeah, you. it's our new, new way of manifesting. You're welcome, my dear. All right, that Thank was great. So <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, let me go back to Manette. We have just a few couple minutes. How are everyone doing in the chat room? Oh, we're doing okay. Rest check to back in. He said he's doing great. Melody says thanks for covering all the religion info. So I think we got a good um <laughs> we got we came full circle with that. So I think that that's um that's important to know what we broke open. Definitely. Okay. Well let's um we've just got a couple of minutes left. So let's just tune in here and uh, we just did so much. So let's ground it in. And we also want to set it going forward here till we meet up again because 
we're still integrating and everything that just kind of got shaken loose is rippling everywhere so we want to stay in our still point inside okay so let's just uh, call in all the work we've done all the activations healings clearings we're taking it deep down from all 12 dimensions into the physical body and so here comes the vortex spinning up. It's spinning faster and faster, pulling it in. It's still spinning right to left. It's grounding it in. And make a, a, a conscious command that you are grounding your feet chakras right onto your ascension timeline. In the now. Whew. And then every step you take on that path, you are connecting to your soul blueprint. You're connecting to all the new opportunities. We're going into build mode. So set your intention that you are building your new life, your ascension life, in the fifth dimensional earth and higher. Woo, we got a good spin. Spinning it in, spinning in. And let's also set the intention to continue to heal and release and clear any of this emotional energy that's been uh, shaken loose that's coming up, especially from the original wound of separation. We want that to go up to the light. You're going to take the lower energy waves of those emotions and bring them up to source light, the higher energy waves. Okay, we're still spinning. It's still grounding, anchoring in. Let's also set the intention that we are embodying our souls, our divine soul presence, living fully as the soul, regenerating the cells with the soul light, powering up our magnetism just as we did with the soul light, with the kundalini and releasing any obstacles to being full creative beings. Release that out. Let your golden sun inside just grow and build and fill with your creative kundalini. Whew. Good, good, good. Okay, we're still locking. I can still feel that pulling at the feet. You're still grounding it in, locking it in. And then we set it all going forward into the future nows. Whew, and so it is. And so it is. I would I would stay in the spin, especially going to bed tonight. Just let it continue to move as it needs to. Stay grounded. Hold your visions of, of living your ascension life. Oh, this is amazing. You guys are doing great. <laughs> wow. All right. And then we'll meet up again next week. We'll probably have some more steps to take uh, from Metatron. Thank you for all your help here tonight, Manette. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks to everyone for bringing their questions and their inquiries. They're all beautiful. Yeah, yeah. and sharing your feedback and, and just to helping everybody get through this together. This is why I love doing the show. We really are in it together. So thanks for showing up, everyone, and we'll connect up very soon again next week. Sending our love to all of you, and have a great night. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye.